0: what's up everybody this is cherry and this is the first edition of tip top with cherry thanks for joining all right guys so today i want to talk about uh, my favorite tv shows first um, then we're going to talk about music then i'm going to be dropping some cherry bombs we got rumors from jamie fox to jada pinkett to a tennessee woman who put her grandchildren in a doll crate um, so let's start off with black ink crew. That's a show on MTV, uh, actually VH one. And it just basically, um, shows the life of tattoo artists in the, in the city of Chicago. Um, Ryan is the guy who actually owns the show. I mean, owns the, um, tattoo shop. If you guys haven't been, um, keeping up on the episodes, um, I'll just brief you a little bit. Basically Ryan is deciding to do his own thing. Um, last season, all of his, um, you know, people in the shop or the people who work for him and supposed to be a part of his team turned on him because Ryan was dating a young woman who everybody in the shop apparently loved, but Ryan was dating his baby mother at the time. And there was just so much friction and craziness going on. And long story short, everyone ended up turning on Ryan. Ryan pretty much closed the shop down and said, F all of them. And I personally agree with him. Um, There's a guy on there, Van, who, I just think Van is uh, envious of Ryan. I think he wants to be Ryan. I think he um, feels that, that shop is also his when in actuality it is not and um you know I just think that and Van was one of the people that was going so hard I mean they took a a vacation somewhere and Ryan specifically told them that he did not want to be around Kat and behind Ryan's back Van and some of the others and um invited Kat to the vacation And I just think that was kind of low. I mean, if that's supposed to be your brother and he's supposed to be your friend, stay out of their business and have his back, especially if he's the mouth that feeds you. So, you know, on this current episode, I mean, this current season, you know, you can see there's an episode of Van, I think it's the first episode of him telling him, oh, how could you cut down the shop? How are we going to feed our families? Well, Van, you should have thought about that when you decided to side with Kat. Maybe you should go to wherever she is and maybe she'll employ you. But anyway, um, I missed yesterday's episode, but it looks like, um, Don's girlfriend is going to pack up the kids and move to Texas because Don cheated on her again and, um, I personally think she should go. I mean, Don cheated on her last season, the night before they got married. He cheated on her with Charlene, uh, whatever that girl's name is in the shop. I mean, he just got his self-spread thin everywhere. And I think Ashley's a beautiful girl and she deserves better. So if she want to pack up those kids and move on to uh, Texas, I think that she damn well should. So... That's my, I mean, that's, that's one of my favorite shows that I'm watching right now. Black Ain't Crew Chicago. So that's my thoughts on that. I'm proud of Brian. I saw pictures. I mean, what's his name? Ryan. I'm proud of Ryan. I saw pictures of him on Instagram doing tattoos for Nicki Minaj. And it looks like he's doing big things. He's got shops set up. He's opening his own little, you know, shops where he can do tattoos. And he doesn't need that team. The reality of the situation is those people needed him. And I think that he will continue to flourish because... Um, he's a talented artist and he put his neck out for people who didn't have his back. So that's that moving right along. Okay, let's talk music and hip hop and R&B. So if you don't know, um, Neo who's an R&B singer who has kind of been distant from the scene for about two years, maybe a year and a half has just dropped an album. It's called good man. It came out June 8th. And I was personally excited to listen to it because I love Neil. I think he's a talented dope artist and songwriter. He's wrote for some of your famous, um, favorite artists such as Beyonce, Rihanna, um, Ariana Grande, um, Christina Aguilera. I mean, his resume just goes on and on. He's so, so dope and so talented. So um, I gave it a listen because I'm a big R&B head. I love R&B. I'm not a singer, but I like to sing. So I just, I, I love R&B, especially the fact that Neil plays piano. So um, I did listen to the album. I can't say that I love it. I can't say that I hate it. I do kind of feel like he was trying to go back to where he was you know, where he first started, which is his first self titled debut album. Um, I think he was trying to kind of re not relive, but capture those same moments and kind of Bring that into the new album that he has, you know, the raw R&B, the love songs, the, the real R&B instead of the pop. Because, you know, he did go pop for a little bit, which is a little disappointing to me because I feel like nowadays we just don't have real R&B artists. Like I'm still listening to 90s R&B, Escape, uh, SWV, TLC, John B, Blackstreet, um, you know, you name it. I'm still listening to 90s R&B. So to have somebody in this current era... Um, you know, be an R and B artist. It's just a little refreshing. Um, my my opinion on the album is, you know, I just, I don't, from a scale of one to ten, I'll give it like a five. You know, the album has it's a deluxe version. It has quite a bit, you know, of songs on it. But you know, I I I'll probably listen to it if I have my whole um iTunes library on shuffle. I don't think I would go to that album specifically to listen to it. Um. There's just a lot of ballads, a lot of, you know, love songs. Um, I <clears throat> I can't say I hate it. I can't say I love it. I mean, it's, it's not what I expected it to be. But you know who I am? I've been waiting for an album from this, from this person for a long time. It's Brandy. I fucking love Brandy. I just think I love her deep voice. I, I love, you know, it reminds me of Tony Braxton, Anita Baker, that deep bass voice because my voice is like that a little bit when I when I try to blow. <laughs> but anyway, um, yo, I'm, I'm I'm ready for a Brandy album, and I'm not talking about Brand New because you know she tried to be a rapper and her alter name was Brand New. I'm not ready. I, I want a Brandy R and B album, but you know, I leave messages under her Instagram all the time, but I'm just one of million of followers. So who's going to listen to me? Um, next I want to talk about Iman Shumford. Um, if you guys don't know who he is, he's an NBA, um, player who was on the Knicks for, I guess, three or four years. He was drafted in 2011. He's the husband of Tiana, um, singer and phenomenon, Tiana Taylor. And he has an album out. Um, it's called substance abuse. And, um, I gotta be real. That shit is straight up trash, yo. I mean, trash with a capital T. I. Everybody's entitled to own their opinion. I'm not feeling it. I mean, when Kobe and Shaq tried to take a dip in the hip-hop pond, it was like, no. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you are used to. Do not pick up a microphone again in your life. Thank you. Um. I just think that lyrically, the the context, the, the deliverance, the cadence, I just... I just think it's whack you know what i'm saying it's like okay you you do this because in your mind you're passionate about this and you feel to a certain extent that you're good but it's just it's just not i mean i really don't know no other way to describe it and that's just my opinion i mean you guys might listen to it and love it and put it on repeat i'm not um a lot of it, he's like trying to sing, like, I know that you love me, I know that you... It's like, what are you, a singer or a rapper? Not saying that you have to choose, because, you know, we got my boy Chris Breezy, who's both, but I don't enjoy the singing, and I do not enjoy the rapping. I think it's awful, and I'm just not into it. I think he should really focus on winning more NBA championships and, you know, do what he does, which is play basketball. Or find something else he's good at because this ain't it. I'm sorry. It's it's just not it. I'm not feeling substance abuse by Iman Shumford. I think the record, the whole CD is trash. Okay, moving on to rumors. All right. Jamie Foxx is the latest celebrity to be accused of sexual misconduct. All right. Apparently there's some 50-year-old woman who is accusing Jamie Fox from this is an incident that happened in 2002 so we talk about 16 years ago. There's a 50-year-old actress who's 50-year-old actress who's accusing Jamie Fox of slapping her in the face with her with his penis. Yes, you heard me right. There's a 50-year-old actress who's accusing Jamie Fox of slapping her in the face with his penis back in 2002 now I just think this shit is getting out of hand I don't I mean I don't know why 16 years later you woke up and decided that this is something that you wanted to complain about because clearly you sat on this for years and I'm not discrediting this woman but it's like come on really I mean it just seems to me that people are just trying to get money. And I'm a woman myself, so I would never discredit a a woman um coming out against sexual allegations or misconduct from a man, but it's like really, come on, sixteen years later, you know, what did you do? You you sat there and let him do that? He what he was he tied you down and slapped you with your penis and then untied you and you got up and ran? Like, come on. Um so jamie fox apparently is gonna he's he's gonna sue he says these allegations are it's a bogus story totally false um uh, bow wow he's speaking out about how women are just getting out of hand with this and um so that's the latest person who you know who's been accused of sexual misconduct i really hope everything works out for jamie fox i personally like jamie fox i met him when i was 18 years old at the lincoln theater in new york city he was a very nice very humble man um And I'm obviously a great fan of his work, but, you know, this woman claims that this happened in Las Vegas and she's, you know, going to try to sue to get money, of course. So I don't know. We'll see what comes out of that. There's more stories coming from that. Jada Pinkett Smith. um, She apparently has a um, episode or TV or a series on Facebook called The Round Table or The Red Table Talk or something like that. Believe it or not, I don't have a Facebook yet, so I haven't actually watched the series myself. But apparently, she has um, come out and admitted that she um, has also had suicide thoughts. Um, if you guys haven't heard, um, Kate Spade, who was a fashion designer, I actually have a lot of her pouches, and she designs clothes and bags. Kate Spade, along with Anthony Bourdain or two prominent public figures who recently committed suicide. And that's a real prevalent issue in today's society. And a lot of people struggle with suicide thoughts um, quietly because, you know, it's kind of embarrassing to talk about your mental health, you know, as some may think. Um, But Jada Pinkett Smith came out to, you know, basically say that, you know, she's also been in that dark place before. And if all of you out there is being real with yourself, including me, we've all been so low, you're literally looking up at the devil. So you know what it feels like to be empty and to have those thoughts cross your mind. And that can be very scary, especially if you don't have people around you to support you and to lift you up out of that hole. But um, that just goes to show you someone like Jada Pinkett. Who, well, Jada Pickett-Smith, who's an accomplished actress, who's married to a beautiful man with two beautiful children, who on the outside looking in appears to have all the things that would make someone happy. But that just goes to show you that true happiness comes from within no matter what you have and no matter who's in your life. So I thought that was dope that she came out to, you know, kind of share her story on that because she's not the only one who deals with that. All right. Thank you. All right, we got the ass of the week or the day or however you want to call it. It goes to a 62-year-old grandmother in Tennessee who kept her two grandchildren, ages seven and eight, in the back seat of her hot-ass stinking SUV and dog kennels. There was a video that went viral online showing the grandmother letting her two grandchildren out of the, the backs, uh, it was the trunk area. The two kids were climbing out of dog crates. I mean, I don't know what kind of fucked up psychotic individual you have to be to stuff two children in a dog crate. I don't, I don't even understand what would warrant that kind of behavior. I don't even see a kid asking to be put in that position. Like, what the hell is wrong with the people in the world? Really? I happen to be very close to my two grandmothers. Very, very close to them. They've always showed me nothing but love and, and, and gave me good food and was always there for me. I, grandmothers, you, they, they love their kids most of the time, more, their grandkids, more than they love their own damn kids. So how could anybody, well, clearly she's not in her right mind. She was caught on video in broad fucking fucking daylight, letting these two babies out of freaking dog crates in the back of her stinking ass SUV. So she's due in court and, you know, not sure what's going to come out of that yet. Then, you know, reports are still building, but I just think it's really sad. So she gets the ass of the day, the donkey of the week, the jackass of the month. Lady, you really need to get yourself some help. So... All right, so today's episode, I want to talk about the aspects of someone who was antisocial and socially selective. All right, so someone who is antisocial is somebody who is reclusive withdrawn withdrawn, and who chooses really not to engage with either a large group of people or anybody in particular for that matter. Um, and some other people who appear to be out, uh, extroverts, they kind of find this behavior offensive. Let's say more specifically in the workplace. I, for example, um, I don't want people talking to me all the time at work. I mean, I realize that we're at work and we're here to get along and be cordial. But if I'm deciding to separate myself Am I being antisocial or am I being socially selective? I think I'm just being socially selective cuz at that mo- at that moment I'm choosing not to be sociable with your ass. I came to work to do my job and you got people who just want to tell you about their husbands and their kids and who's cheating on them and their life and how they used to be this and that. It's like, motherfucker, I don't care. I don't care. Like I like you, but I'm not here to be your friend. Now, some of you may disagree. I mean, a lot of great friendships are built at work. But from what I've seen, and a lot of y'all, you know, a lot of people seen, people are just so fucking fake. So I'm going to just sit up here and be laughing and talking with you. And next thing I know, some shit happened. I forgot to sign something. or well, I came in 10 minutes late and now you mad. And the 10 minutes while, while you're waiting for me to get there, you venting to motherfuckers about shit that I've shared with you because we supposed to be cool. And now you mad and you done flipped the script on me. So the way I protect myself is just like, you know what? Let me just keep everybody at bay. Let me just treat everybody the same because at work, people just turn on you. On a drop of a dime. You understand what I'm saying? So I don't know. I mean, a lot of people might disagree with me. I just personally, you know, personally feel like, you know, even with my family, when, you know, if you have family functions, you know, if you decide not to show up, are you being inside sociable Because guys, remember, there's a big difference between family and relatives. I have a lot of fucking relatives, but I have very few family. And Someone who's socially selective, they vibe with who they want to vibe with. You know what I'm saying? Like there's cousins who they choose to call. There's friends who they choose to hang out with. But when I choose, when I don't choose to talk to you in your mind, I'm being anti-sociable. It's like, no, nah, I'm not being anti-sociable. I just don't want to talk to your ass. I mean, there's a difference. I don't want to talk to you or you because you fake or you this or you that. Or I just our energies just aren't equal. You know what I'm saying? Because one thing about energy, it does not lie, and I'm not going to fucking force interactions that are not organic. Like if we don't vibe, that's all right. You know what I mean? It's not me being antisocial. You just somebody who I'm just choosing not to socialize with because of one reason or the next. Um so it's it's really it's really one of those things where people begin to judge you because they think maybe you think you're better than them maybe you think that you're um you know you you have an issue with them but it's like you know what everything all is not about you it's not an issue with you it's just that we're adults i'm a 30 year old woman if i don't vibe with somebody i'm not gonna fucking push the issue we don't vibe so, I mean, you guys, let me know what you think about that. I mean, let me know. Is, is is Do you feel like there's a difference between being antisocial and socially selective? And do you know people like that? And what are your thoughts on people like that? Um, I happen to be an introvert. I wasn't always like this. When I was younger, I was an extrovert. I was a writer and a poet and I was in the mix and involved in everything and had a whole bunch of friends. Well, not a whole bunch of friends, but more than I have now. But as you get older, you realize you don't need a lot of friends because a lot of motherfuckers is bullshitters. And they they're not genuine. And even people who are close to you, even your family, you know, and I'm kind of learning that. And it really hurts the same motherfuckers who you trust and you love is the same people who have got a knife so deep in your back that, you know, it hurts you to know that they're the ones who put it there. You know, so when I'm isolating and I don't want to say isolating, but when I'm being in my own space, I'm I'm doing that for a reason, you know. Some people think that when you become withdrawn, it's because, you know, well, she ain't got an issue with this and that. It's like, you know what? It's not necessarily an issue. I peep certain things that I don't even, you know, care to discuss. So, you know, if you're invited though, to like a party or a wedding or some type of social event. And you're being anti I personally feel like if you knew that's how you were going to act prior to going to this event. Or, you know, party or whatever you've been invited to. Then you should have stayed home. Because those are social events. And when you've decided in those moments to isolate yourself and to withdraw yourself. Then you stick out like a sore thumb and people be wondering what the fuck is wrong with you. So, you got to understand within those settings you could be socially selective to who you want to talk to but you can't totally isolate yourself in social settings because then you just look crazy because it's like why are you even here we at a party and you don't want to fucking talk to nobody but i don't know i would love to hear you guys thoughts and opinions on that this is totally open for discussion i feel as though you know you know for me specifically i don't go out a lot um if I do, like, I go to, like, I love concerts. I love, like, to go to the bars and watch, you know, boxing games or what's going on. Um, I would like to get out more, but I don't have a large group of friends. I don't really have any friends, to be real with you. But um, I do have associates, you know. And some people I just choose to associate with and others I don't. But um, for a long time, you know, people have accused me of being anti-sociable. And I'm wondering if y'all have that same issue, you know, or are you just socially selective, you know, because there is a difference. So anyway, until next time, thank you guys for tuning in. I really know this is the first edition of Tip Top with Cherry because where do cherries go? All the way at the top. So I appreciate you guys tuning in until next time. Be safe.